Let's begin with prayer. Mike, pray for us. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you for thank this you, beautiful day we're about to receive. Mm-hmm. Looks great out there. The weather's going to be nice for the next few days, and we're just ever so thankful for that. We ask you to continue to look after us, guide us, protect us, and uh, as we praise you and give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray and ask, amen. Amen and amen. Well, glad we got her back up and want to say hello this morning to the Eaton family. How you doing, Nikki and Aaron Eaton, along with kids who I'm sure are already at school? Donna Shadrosky, I got to let you know, we are drinking the Exit 11 Warshmo Blend Coffee. And love it. And we had it last night at Bible study. Yes. I'm pretty pumped up over it. Thank you, Donna. Uh, So we've had two pots, and we are enjoying it. So thank you so much, uh, Donna Shadrosky. Hello, Donna Wood. We we don't see you, uh, but you see us. (laughs) Gary said it's working. Molly Trot said good morning. Donna Woods with three other people. Gary Harden, Molly Trot, Roxanne Galati. Hello. Church family, Mandy Schulte is there. Pam Baumgartner, hello. Michael Tucker, all right. Mike, we're rocking and rolling. And we're enjoying hot coffee. And we're enjoying the Lord's favor. We're in an air-conditioned building. Yes. And send all your prayer requests. And if I can say this, I think I'd have to get this uh corrected with janet but i think aunt jen is monitoring the have bible will travel prayer wall aunt jen and terry so we've got people assigned to it so it couldn't be any niftier than it is so keep your stuff up there tiffany short saying hello to you this morning and we will pray 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 uh tell me um, we're going to be talking about fall fun. Tell me what you're going to be doing this fall. You guys take trail rides, walks in the woods. Uh, a lot of you guys go to uh, like Herman and do the uh, Oktoberfest and the festivals and all that stuff. Tell us about that because that's what we're going to be focusing on till we get to Thanksgiving. I call it fall fun, decorating, um, and going to have some people working on our stage and our backdrops with all that. Normally at this time we're uh, talking about harvest time, and it is harvest time, but we're going to put a little bit more of a fun spin on it, if I can use the word spin. Mike, what is it that you'd like to do in uh, fall, uh, you and Donna? Well, we enjoy the change of scenery. We go on quite a few little trips up and down, heading south, mm-hmm. you know, seeing the trees, leaves turn color, mm-hmm. uh, enjoy the weather. Oh, the weather's beautiful, isn't it? Isn't it? Didn't right. you just tell me it's going to be like 80 for till many days to like yeah. Monday or something? No, Monday. No rain till Guys. Monday, so look forward to oh, a few days here. Yes. Dark. Yeah, so if you got, if Mike says, and, and rain wouldn't hurt us either, as dry mm-hmm. as it is, but, you know, you got uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You got a, a good six days of just absolute. There's only perfect. 20% chance, supposedly, Monday. Yeah, so you got perfect weather for every bit of four or five days. Plan something, plan it outdoors, mm-hmm. guys. This is it. You know, whatever you're doing. Hey, and I think fall sports is big for moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas, too, right? Mm-hmm. It's all out there. The. Baseball seasons for the little people is kind of wrapping up. Soccer season for Starting. for boys. Uh, I don't know if girls play soccer in the fall or not. I can't yeah, remember. Well, I think uh, Renly's starting her so- soccer. Season. Okay, so a lot of soccer. So if you're if you're watching from another state, your guys' state may not be quite as big as ours is in, in soccer, but soccer in St. Louis is huge. Yeah, it really uh, is. Huge, huge, huge. I was at a soccer game last night. I was at Brocky's soccer game last night, and they did very well. Let's do some hellos to Mark Juan. Uh, Christian is in fall baseball. Yeah, so that's a that's a lot of mm-hmm. – uh, they do do that. And I think my grandson was going to be in fall ball, but I think he said he was going to ride and rope with me this fall. So. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. I hope so. Uh, so could, and I want to say hello to my uh, daughter, Keelan, and my grandson, Chase, who are both in their senior year of college, mm-hmm. and my daughter will be graduating uh, in 
what I say December yes and then she'll walk in May uh, so I'm excited about that and my grandson Chase is playing football and look and got me and grandma called him last night and prayed with him mm. uh, kind of had a rough first game but they, he said he's very optimistic optimistic they got a great coach so looking for great things down there um Linda Hart says, good morning, good morning. Terry Bierk says, high school volleyball for girls. Yes, forgot about that. They had volleyball last night up at Christian Academy. Um, Tim Roth is on the show. Nicole Witter is on the show. Heather Tabers is on the show. Caitlin Scrim is on the show. Hello to all you wonderful people uh, and Dave Jordan who is watching. Good morning to you, Dave. Had a great Bible study last night. That was very good. Very big Bible study, wasn't it? Packed. Packed, packed. I don't know how many people were there. It had to have been at least 20-something, probably, or whatever. So thank you all for being at Bible Study. Send your prayer request up. Uh, we did go through the prayer well last night. You guys add them. Uh, if, you need, if you are having trouble with it, call the office. Like I said, Terry and Aunt Jen are monitoring that now. It's going to be just so wonderful. Um, so we can keep all your prayers updated. So that's kind of cool. Uh, let's go through a list of what's going on. We'll go back to the prayer list, and then we'll get into our study. So the things that are going on, if you look at your fridge uh, with your magnet on it, men's retreat. So that's this weekend. Guys, uh, opening ceremony starts at 6 p.m., but you can come anytime you want Friday. So when you roll out of bed, if you're off work, come on up. We'll be just doing farm stuff, getting ready. Uh, we're, we are going to pack in as much Bible study as we possibly can. I already got everything scheduled out. There'll be itinerary on the on the door like there always is. So when you get to the farm, you'll know what's going on. Uh, Friday, I, uh, the, in the opening ceremony, so uh, it will be a little bit a little bit looser. But when we get up on Saturday morning, we're going to be rocking and rolling. So it's going to be activities. Bible study activities, Bible studies, eating and that kind of stuff, and, and having some games, doing some games, giving away some prizes, got all kinds of prizes. Uh, I think you've seen them giving away an air pellet gun and cooler and all kinds of stuff. So, in girls, yours is coming October the 21st, so your day at the Rankin Ranch will be out there doing all kinds of fun things out there as well. Uh, probably riding some horses, too. Um, let's see, Tent Revival Bike Rodeo, September the 16th. Uh, that is going to be at Moscow, so that's going to be kind of cool. Yeah, that will be. That'll be our first uh, big event uh, out there. So you got to be out there at the Ride for Rocky. Yeah, that was Isn't great. that a neat fellowship hall there? That is really nice. It's all there. Guys, we've got a great fellowship hall, so come on out. Uh, for the tent revival, it happens to be a little warm that day. Ain't no problem. You can go in the building. It's nice mm -hmm. and air conditioned. Got two bathrooms in there. Got a large kitchen and a large place to that sit. That's really nice. It's laid out. Love it. Uh, Moscow's awesome. Uh, the Travelers All Church Picnic, uh, September the 24th, and um, so for more information on that, well, you'll get a hold of Brad Cottrell. It's it's probably right after mm -hmm. the last service, and, and I'm not sure where it is, so I can't tell you. I would say it was normally at Creefcore Park, but I don't think it's there. So um, I'm just kind of guessing there. I don't think it's there. So anyways, all right, let me go to a couple more, then we'll get into your prayer request. Uh, Watchdog Breakfast is after we come back uh, from the men's retreat. It would be 7 a.m., so we're going to have breakfast there. Uh, love and Respect. Love and Respect starts tonight. Oh, wow. Okay, Love and Respect starts tonight, so I'll be here. Uh, I was kind of planning on uh, going to the farm early, but I, I'm going to come to Love and Respect, so I'll be here with you guys. So I hope you sign up. Mark, uh, Pastor Mark and Jen are going to teach class. Um, don't wait for your marriage to be broke to take Love and Respect. It's, it's a great way to, to help your your uh, marriage along uh, awesome so i thank mark and jen for doing that so make sure you make plans to come to the love and respect uh or call the office for more information if you want to get on and know more about things that are going get on the phone blast i told you phone blast phone blast phone blast phone blast phone blast 
And uh, anything that's hot, I want to get out to you guys. I, I do that with the phone blast. I'm, I'm trying hard not to bug you, but I do want you to be informed. Am I missing anything else on info? I think you're doing real well so far. All right, so we're going to look at all this, and then we're going to do prayer requests. So we are we're, we're packed in. We're talking about fall fun. Let's see. Um, if we got anybody, say Dave Jordan says, only from the bush. Great class. Nikki says, we interrupt this marriage to bring you hunting season. Ha ha. Fall makes me think of hunting. Yes. Everybody's going to be hunting. That's just the way it is. Uh, Roxy, I had a guy. Let me tell you this. I got to tell you guys this story. So I had a guy who used to live with, um, and he was from Jersey. Mm-hmm. He was an Italian guy. And he said, what's the deal? And he, he's a teacher. He came down here, and he was a teacher. He said, what's the deal during your guys' deer season? He was teaching in Troy. Mm-hmm. Now, this is back 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when it was really rural. He says, man, everybody's off for deer season. So, obviously, I imagine deer hunting isn't quite as big in Jersey as mm-hmm. it is in Troy Mo 20-something years ago. So, he, was, he said everybody had camouflage on, and he's never seen that before, so... Nikki, you are correct. It's quite the national event. All right. Let's get into prayer requests. Praying for <clears throat> Donna Wood for healing on her hip. Uh, Grandpa Maxwell, uh, we got that picture. We're praying for you. Uh, and was it a birthday? Was it 91st birthday? Ooh. I can't remember if he was, he, it was birthday when he was in the hospital. But anyways, happy birthday to you anyways being 91. That's awesome. And thank you for mm-hmm. your service. Uh, I think we're pl- praying for Lynn Harris's mom. I think she fell. Yes. Okay, so we're praying for that. And Scott Collette's granddaughter uh, for continued healing. Uh, Linda Greenlee, uh, who needs prayer. Tracy Dennis, granddaughter, praying for her and her family and, and all the things going on in that world. Holly Holtkamp, uh, her wonderful husband, Richard. We, he needs prayer. Richard, I hope you are getting healed. Um, and our prayers go out to Sherry Roberts, who gave her life to the Lord, praying for Gary and Maria. Um, and uh, th- there's several here coming up, so stay with me. Mr. J to quit smoking. Mrs. N, uh, who has a teenage niece with an issue. Mr. P, whose family's under attack. Uh, a young man is working in the bomb squad. His, uh, their family's praying for him. He pr- works for, or is working in in one of the armed forces, uh, praying for safety for him. And a, and a young man named Mr. C uh, is looking to stay sober. And Mr. B uh, wants us to pray for his church. We talked about that last night, mm-hmm. Mike. Um, and there's some homeless people at this lo- in this location who needs prayer. Uh, and some, some guys uh, that our group ran into who, who need some prayer. And I think we're praying for Lisa Tucker has a friend uh, who has a young child who needs some prayer. Mm. Um, Grandpa Berger, we're praying for Grandpa Berger, uh, please. And let's see, Travel's Picnic is at McDonald Park. All right, you guys got any prayers, send them up and we'll get into our study. Mike, let's lift these prayer requests up to the Lord. Dear God in heaven, as you look down upon us, we ask you to continue to guide us and keep us straight and keep us on the right path. And we're just asking for some healing and blessings. Thank you, Lord. We need your, we need a constant reminder of how great you are and how much you do for us because we've got this tendency to forget. But I want to tell you right now, we're all thankful for all the praise reports. Yes. And all the healing we're finding in this church. Mm-hmm. In God's name, amen. Amen. I got to read you this devotion. Mike hasn't mm-hmm. even heard it. Wow. So don't be terribly upset. Right, I'm it's, it's, it's called Destined to Win. Wow, that's good. And then we're going to get into our scriptures. I think we're getting into John 10.10 10 and Ecclesiastes 8.15 if we yes. can get there. Let me talk about Destined to Win. Uh, so this is a devotion from Kenneth Hagin. Uh, and I get his magazine, and he's got a lot of great information. It says, the Bible talks about winning, winning battles, winning against evil, and winning the lost. The scripture contains many stories of people conquering nations, 
possessing land, defeating their enemies, overcoming odds, and receiving the impossible. I believe God's plan is for each of us to be a winner. I have never met anyone who didn't have a desire to succeed or win. It is a longing that God created inside of us. And if you would agree with that, would you just say amen? Because I want to encourage one another that is out there today. I don't know how you woke up. I don't know what's going on in your life. And and I believe when the Bible, and we're getting ready to go into 1 John here. I believe when the Bible talks about this, it's not just winning volleyball games or soccer games or anything like that. That's fun to, to win. If you win, that's great. If you don't, that's okay. You'll try harder. Um, but winning uh, is is something I think everybody aspires to uh, do. Don't you, Mike? Yeah. You know, boxing, and you guys had success uh, this weekend. Can you talk about how uh, you can take a situation – where a young person, let's just say boxing, lost about, and then the next week and they end up winning. How do you get them ready to win when they go back in the ring on the second weekend? Well, a lot of it's up to them. They got to just train mm -hmm. and uh, work on whatever that was wrong in the last fight. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened last Saturday night. And as I told Bible study last night, it was really a great honor to represent E3WK there and had three ex-world heavyweight champions there. Mm -hmm. I noticed that Vander Holyfield was right across from us. Oh, praise God. And uh, he's a Christian, I believe. Big time, big time. And uh, he was the only bout that prayed before the fight. Oh, wow. So it was, uh, you know. It, uh, Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Thank you, I mean, uh, you know, the place was packed. Yeah, and Boys and Girls, Town, uh, girls Club. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So let's let's talk about that. Let's let's stretch that that thought out just a little bit more in winning. So Mike was using the boxing analogy. You could use any analogy you want at work or maybe your kids at school and everything. What Mike said was he figured out the things that were wrong and then they corrected them. Mm -hmm. So let me say this to you before we go on in this devotion. In 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 winning can. Uh, uh, require more hard work and more diligence and more prayer and being more persistent. And if you can't handle uh, defeat or setbacks, you need to work on that first because there's a lot of things in life that are disappointing, but you can't let that define who you are. No. Whoever, you know what defines me and what defines Mike is Jesus Christ. And if you guys are watching the, the program this morning, what defines you um, as a believer is Jesus Christ. So uh, you already have the winning solution in you. You just have to make sure that you bring it out and, like you said, correct those mistakes. And, you know, we all have those. We've all got things we can improve in, and I'll tell you what, i got a lot of improvement. I think we all, I think we all, we and we should believe that we, that's that, that's a scary thought to think that you can't improve. Yes, it is. That's, that's very scary. So if you, if you have friends out there uh, that think they don't need church or they don't need improvement or anything like that, that that's, that's a, that's dangerous to think mm -hmm. that you, you know everything. It's, and, and it's very arrogant. It's very prideful. Let's look at some comments, and we'll keep going. Uh, Mandy Schulte says, sometimes we have to fall or lose so that we can work on the things that make us better. She's right. Not only better, but bring us closer to God on our path that we are on. Uh, Roxanne Gladys says, amen, just our Jesus hold me up. Tammy Shipley says, amen. Becca Law says, amen. Don Shadrowski says, uh, wake up and give thanks, even when you're hurting in any way. Um, and Roxanne Gladdy wants to pray for her children uh, and losing her stepfather's house. So we'll do that today and want to say hello to my wife, Vicki Rankin, who's watching the show, and my buddy Rob Lando Landis is watching the show. Thank mm -hmm. you, along with Sandra Maxwell. Let's pray for Roxanne. Lord, we just want to lift her up to you and her children and her uh, loss of this house and just help her uh, learn what lessons she needs to learn so she can be stronger in the areas she needs to be stronger in to um, 
to help make things better in her world and her families in thy name, Lord. We pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let's read on. So we're talking about destined to win. So uh, if you're a winner, just say it. Don't don't mm-hmm. don't hide from it and don't. Um, all right, First John five four five. It says every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Winning begins by seeing yourself correctly. How do you see yourself? That's a question that you need to ask this morning, and that is a question I talk about all the time to church, to my church family. Do not look at yourself like the world does, and do not beat yourself up. It is not good to do that. So snap out of that. If you're doing that, quit doing that. Quit being so critical of yourself. I don't like I don't like when people are critical of themselves, and I don't like it when people are critical of others. I mm. do not like it. I don't think it's godly. I don't think there's any value in it. Uh, now, constructive criticism is completely different. We can talk about that later. That that usually comes from a coach mm. or a life coach or something like that. And if you can't handle that from a life coach or a coach, you're never going to get anywhere, or a Bible teacher or a pastor. Well, you want to look somewhere to improve, look in the mirror. Yeah. Huh? Really, I mean. Amen. I I love getting better, and I mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know that it necessarily happens every single day. Uh, I I think there's a form of sanctification every day. You get up and you praise God. But there's some days you have setbacks mm-hmm. that it'll let you know you got to really work hard. Winning begins by seeing yourself correctly. How do you see yourself? Do you see yourself uh, the way God sees you? He does not see you as a weak person. Uh, he sees you as strong and smart and talented. God does not see you as a, as a fearful person. He sees you as triumphant and courageous. The greatest thing you can do to win is to understand who you are in Christ. In Christ, mm-hmm. God never created an unworthy or a weak person. When you were born again, you you were recreated and became a brand new in Christ. God never created you as a failure. That doesn't mean you haven't never stubbed your toe, but you're never a failure until you stop trying. That's right. You know, I, I can't stand. I can't stand it when people quit. It doesn't mean I can't stand the person. I just can't stand it when people quit because you were probably one day away from your victory. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you were, I'll just talk about it in weightlifting terms. So if you were, if you're bench pressing and you go, oh, I failed it, you know, this weight every time. Let's say you're trying to bench 100 pounds. You go, I failed, I failed. I'm never going to try to bench 100 pounds again. And then the next day, you had somebody show up that knew how to really bench press. They showed you, and you conquered 100 mm-hmm. pounds. Your whole mindset would change. Yeah, well, made uh, your whole mindset would change. You go, I really can bench 100 pounds. I really can uh, run a race, or I really can uh, teach kids, or I really can be effective in my family. But you ain't gonna know that if you quit. No, because it's probably the next day, the next hour. You know, and and I think that's the way it is in a lot of people. I know what's in my life. You know, like, you know, my big thing I'm trying to conquer is team roping. And if you, mm-hmm. I had a guy tell me, he said, if you can't handle defeat, don't get in this sport. Yeah. Because basically, you don't get a whole lot when you're at a rodeo or something and you're going to team rope and you get ready to come out of the box and you miss the cow. That's pretty much it. That's it. You know, I mean, there's some, you know, there's some. Team roping is where you get to rope several cattle, but I'll tell you what, man, you it it, it can mess with your mind having that kind of defeat, or it, or it could make you <coughs> very hungry, extremely hungry. And let me say this to you, because I say this to everybody: do not get used to losing. Oh, no, I can't. Don't 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 hang around that group. Let me help you here. Don't hang around that. Well, it's a. This is just a, a club soccer. This is just club this, and this is just club <coughs> basketball. And this is we're just boxing to stay in shape. And we're just no, 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 no. When you get in there and you decide you're going to compete with somebody, 
don't ever get used to losing. Yeah, get in there to win. You get in there, and and I'm 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 with this here with this Ken Tagging on this. God designed you to be a winner, by golly. And if you and your kids and your family's gotten used to losing, you need to change that mentality. Take it away, Mike. Well, I agree with everything you just said there. It's so easy to just say, well, that's okay. Well, you no, know, it's ain't. okay if you don't expect nothing out of life. That's exactly what you're going to end up with. That's okay, life. That's okay. That's okay. That's the way I'm going to live. No. You know, no. get out there and get, uh, get at I was it. just talking to uh, granddaughter the other day, and I said, you know, you just get out there and get whatever you want. You got it, all the tools, now just put it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want you to, I, I don't want, as, as, a, as a life coach or pastor, however you look at me, I, I never teach that it's okay to lose. I, I don't teach that. I think that is bad advice man uh-huh. now i'm not going to beat somebody up because they lost because everybody loses it sometime or other but if you're getting comfortable with it you're you're in trouble you're in tr- you're you and i don't know when your next victory is going to be if it's going to be tomorrow or in a week or a month but my wife would tell you this 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 rodeo team rope and horse thing for me it's been seriously aggravating but i've i've really gotten some success in the last couple of weeks but man, it's been a heck of a journey. It is. A and journey. I guess that's why I like it so much because I haven't mastered it. Mm-hmm. I think once you start mastering something, it's good, but it could be a little boring after a while, you know. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why I'm so excited about it because it's just something I haven't mastered. So, anyways, tell me how you guys think. I don't want you to get used to losing, and uh, you know, life isn't one big competition, but the mentality is is. Is God wanted you to be a, a winner? You go out there and you put out everything you got. You're still going to lose sometimes, but you know what? You know you did your best, right? Dave Jordan says I would never play the guitar again if I thought I was, uh, I thought low life that, uh, or like that, like that. Yeah, Amen. You can't in playing. I'm sure playing the guitar, playing the instruments, just as frustrating. Oh, I bet it is. I, I mean, mean, I mean, it's frustrating enough. I could never. Stick with anything like that. Tammy Shipley says, I've seen you and your family come to Jesus. You have brought my husband so close to God. Thank you. Bible. Oh, we love you, and we love Joe. Man, is he just the greatest guy. What a great attitude yeah, he's got. And a what guy. a great professional and a representative being playing for San Diego. And I think he might have played for another team or something. He's a, he'll tell you, I'll guarantee back when Joe was playing ball, and pitching, there wasn't no, there wasn't no place you could go and whine. Then <laughs> you'd get up there and hurdle that ball. Remember them days back then? Remember yeah. when Gibson was pitching and stuff like that? What a, what a, what a display of courage and 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 just, I don't know, man, just, just really. Just everything. Just hardy, you know, just really go get it type yeah. of attitude. Here it is. See what you can do. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, that's about yeah here it is. See if you can hit it. And if you leaned in a little too close on his plate, he'd brush you back. Yeah. Absolutely. So, anyways, let's see what Steve Yaw says. Show me a good loser. I'll show you a loser. <laughs> Amen. Uh, yeah, so anyways. I just, uh, Pam Baumgartner says, it seems that uh, obstacles follow a person who get used to losing. She's 100% correct. All right, let's get through this. Come on. Uh, Jesus said all things are possible to him who believes. That's out of Mark 9, 23. He is saying that you're a winner and not a loser. The question is, do you want to win? Will you do what it takes to win? When people want something badly enough they do what it takes to get it for christians doing what it takes starts with the word of god for some that may mean repentance and not yielding to temptations amen to that but there is no success without the word be a winner uh to be a winner you must renew your mind with god's word i've always been competitive 
when I played sports, I didn't go out there just to play the game. My goal was to win every time. I took the same mindset into my spiritual life. I made the decision to give it my all and to do what was necessarily to get hold of the word so I could always win in life. So, man, that's a great philosophy there. If you've learned how to be a winner out in the world, you know, playing games or horseshoes, whatever it is, you can use that same zeal to be a good Christian. In the heat of the battle, uh, when you're hurting and feeling like giving up, you must switch your mindset from defeated attitude to winning attitude instead of saying, oh, my, what are we going to do? You say, okay, devil, you want to fight? Come on, remind yourself of what the word says. Romans 8.31 says, If God is for us, who can be against us? Yeah. And 1 John 4, 4 says, But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. And Philippians 4.13, which is my favorite, says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Continually speak the word of maintaining your will to win are the attitude and actions of a winner. There is a game to be won. Uh, there are buildings to be built, books to be written, and songs to be sung. There's an enemy to overcome and a race to run. There's a family to raise, and God, God's will needs to be done, and souls must be won. Your race affects the outcome of other people's lives. I believe that. Yes. When you're a winner, when you're a winner, it's your family. You're teaching your kids and your grandkids to be a winner, right? Yes. Not slothful, not arrogant or proud, but just you're you're a man or a woman who's got zeal and has unction for the Lord, and our families need to be winners. Mm-hmm. God is destined. Here it is, last paragraph. God has destined you to succeed in some area of life. He has made it possible for you to win by sending Jesus to the cross. You're victorious through cross. We are men. And, response, and our responsibility is too great to fail us. This is our time to make a difference. Amen. So make a difference. Keep pushing. Lead your family. Set the example. Any closing thoughts on this before we get into our well, fall the winning just isn't on your sports aspect. No. I mean, you can win at a spelling bee, uh, math. Uh, I agree. You know, it's just that uh, shoot for the top. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. And set your goals high. Yeah. And the highest goal, obviously, of all is to be a Christian and hold the standard. Me and you know what it's like to hold the standard, a biblical standard. It's a, it's a, it's a job, right? Yes, it is. It's a big job. Getting up, getting in here, putting on the show, uh, doing what you guys are doing, getting up, raising your kids in, in Jesus, praying for them before they go out the door, making sure they got a safe place to ride to school and come home and safe environment, godly environment. Yes, it is. And watch what they watch. Let's see what Nikki Eaton says. Confidence was really hard for me since I have been serving for his kingdom and glorifying God. My confidence is improved without forcing on it. God will give you all the strength you need when when you well, when you surrender to his kingdom work. He knows what we what we need. Thank you, Jesus, for all my strength. All right, we've got a lot of amens. Gary Harden says, I win when I keep pushing myself through the pain of life, physical and spiritual. Yeah, Gary can tell you about that. It's That's real-time stuff for Gary and his family, mm-hmm. learning how to be an overcomer. All right, Mike, we're talking about fall fun. And I'll ask you the question again. Uh, tell us again what it is you're going to do this fall. Do you go hiking? Do you go, some people boat all the way up into October mm-hmm. and November because it's pretty. You watch the leaves fall. It, you have to admit that. you have to admit it's the most beautiful time of the year probably. Or well, another fishing trip and uh, before you, October. You're squeezing another one in. Yeah, I'm okay. over down in Lake of John. For Jeff Ridley's watching the show. Tammy Shipley said, "I would love for you and Joe to have lunch. He loves uh, you with being on. Oh, I'd love to do that. We'll schedule it. Call the office and ask Janet. She'll schedule uh, lunch and I'll take him out. Uh, Tammy, I'd love to do that." Um, bump, 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 bump. Go with John 10:10, Mike. So we're talking about uh, having fun this fall. Uh, plan on doing that. The thief comes not, but for to steal and to kill and to die, destroy. I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. How great is that? So where is this guy gonna create havoc? 
And then here's Jesus coming down you and say, he's going to be blessed abundantly. Just believe. So last night, and you helped me with this, last night we... We, we broke this verse down into two pieces because we're talking about the fun we're going to have this fall. You have to recognize, first of all, the enemy. Don't give him any credit. Don't ever give the enemy any credit. I, I, don't, I don't like it when people do that. Some people give the enemy credit, and he loves to hear that. He loves to hear his name. Yeah. I call him what the Bible calls him, a thief. You have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, what it is the devil's trying to do to you, what he's trying to do to your family. He wants to steal it. He wants to steal your family, wants to steal your marriage, wants to steal your time, wants to steal your money, wants to steal your peace, wants to steal your sanity, and you have to tell him what you're selling, I ain't buying. Because mm-hmm. that's all yeah. he does, and he's and the Bible says when he either speaks or does stuff like that, he's speaking in his native tongue. Mm-hmm. That's all he can do. All he can do is lie, cheat, and steal. Uh, and I can't have him steal any of my time or any of my peace because I've gave that part of my life to the Lord. Amen? All right, so we've identified Satan. Is there anything I, I, I'm missing out of there, kind of what we talked about last night, Mike? Uh, no, you pretty well hit it on, nail on the head. No. That Let's, says I've come and they might have, have life and that they might have it more abundantly. All right, I want to say hello to Tim Staples, who's watching the show this morning. Good morning to you. So, what is the abundant life? Close your eyes and just think about this. Close your eyes for just a second. What is the abundant life? You've got to ask yourself. Just ask that right out in, into the air. What is abundant life? Or if you're reading the ESV, it would say full life. What is full life? What is abundant life? Open up your eyes for a second. Only you know what that is in your life. You, mm-hmm. I, you want, I want the full life. I want it to be, watch this, Mike. I want my kids to be healthy. I want them having good jobs. Amen. I don't want them hooked on drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. I want them going to church. I want them serving the Lord. And I want me and my wife to be healthy, and we want to serve the Lord. To me, that's the full life. Now, is that all he's going to provide? Absolutely not. But I have to prioritize things first the full the full life isn't going out and getting me a brand new pickup truck that has has mm. nothing to do with success in life now would i like to have that yeah i'd like to have that but i'm not going to go out and get myself in debt to go get a pickup truck uh that i don't need full life is sanity it's health and it's the love of family and the love of christ that's where it starts and i say starts and then as you do that and you serve uh, God by serving your family, then he'll expand that. Then it's serving more people. Then it's serving in, in, in more capacity. Then it's God returning that back to you, and your, your coffer or your basket gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Just look at how your in your family's ministry has gotten bigger and bigger mike through the years well yes and you know what with anything you try to do as far as winning not to get back to that subject the biggest thing about it, i think is uh what are you willing to sacrifice you got to be there huh? nobody likes to hear sacrifice well let's see what caitlin says here caitlin says i was just thinking this morning as i dropped off uh, Marla at Christian Academy how the Lord has blessed my family abundantly praise God yeah so Caitlin uh, is is seeing and her kids are being raised in the church mm-hmm. uh, Teddy and Marla um, and Tony and Caitlin they're all raised in the church and they're getting blessed abundantly now let me tell you this Caitlin and you already know this. My daughter was raised in that school there, mm-hmm. a Christian school, and she started in pre-K. She went all the way through that, went to Christian college. I wouldn't trade all that for anything in the world. And when you just said sacrifice, that's mm-hmm. what it's about. Families have got to make sacrifices if they want to live the abundant life. I'm sure if you're to talk to Tony and Caitlin, they would tell you it's a sacrifice to send my child to a private school. Now. 
Some of you guys can't do that, and that's okay. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but if you what, what Mike's saying and what Caitlin's saying is, if you want the abundant life, it comes from a sacrificial living. Does it not? You yeah. can't just go out and do anything you want and expect an abundant life. Mm. You yeah. got you got you got a hold of the standard. The standard is the Bible. You can't love God and not love the things that God loves. Mm -hmm. And you can't love God and not hate the things that God hates. He hates sin. He hates uh, when when when. People have been taken away to hell. He hates that. He doesn't want people to go to hell. No, that ain't God. the abundant life. That ain't why God created people. God doesn't like that. You need to love the things that God loves. And you need to hate what God hates. And God hates sin. And when you get that down in your spirit, what you know when you're getting ready to sin. And Something then it tells you, no, that's wrong, yeah. but you're going to do it anyway. Oh, Lord Jesus. But then as you grow in Christ, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit gets bigger and louder in your life. It's easier for you to detect right off the bat, Mike. I don't need to be doing that. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, it don't take no time now. You go, I God don't want me doing that. That's the abundant life. There's freedom in Christ. Yeah. Some people think it's restrictive in Christ. You couldn't be further from the truth. You have freedom in Jesus when you live in the parameters of the Bible. Amen. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just it's just like the country being free by living uh, according to the laws of the Constitution. When you live outside the laws of the Constitution, what do you have? You have pandemonium and everything else. What'd you just tell me before the show started? How many criminals are are in the in the country now because of the borders being open? Did you say seven hundred thousand or yeah, something? Yeah, There ain't no freedom in not following the law. And that's just a. Uh, Based on the average people in their country, yeah. you know, in the United States right now, you know, I mean, this ain't not exaggerating, no, it's a true number. Guys, here's the deal. In order for us to have fun, uh, what I'm talking about this fall, you have to live according to God's plan. And if you was to ask me or ask Mike, have you guys tried to live outside the covenant of God? Yeah, I tried to live outside the covenant of God. What was it like, Pastor Pat? It's hell. Mm. It's hell trying to live outside the covenant of God. Let's quit playing games and act like all these crazy people that are out there living like hell or having fun. They ain't having fun. No. They're bound. They're they're bound up. They're bald. They don't have the joy that we have. They don't have the fun that we have. They don't have the Jesus that we have. They don't have the joy that we have. They don't have the worship that we have because they don't have Jesus. Neither Lord, that's for sure. When you look at your kids and look at your grandkids and they ain't following Jesus, mm -hmm. you know they ain't having any fun. No. They're acting a fool. Six new talents. All right. Lando says to be free and serve the Lord. Keep God first. And then smell the blessings alive. Tim Staples says, yes, that's true. He stole he stole from me and my fellow workers yesterday. This conglomerate came into our marketplace. They undercut the companies by force. The company owner had to let good of seven drivers because uh, this, I know God has another plan, I'm sure. But Michael Tucker says, the devil keeps trying to knock us down, but through good Lord's blessing, we keep getting back up. Yeah, when you're uh, uh, Roxanne Galati says yes, Tim Staples says uh, that's that. God's consciousness tells you, lets you know if you're sinning. You better stop now. Amen. Caitlin Scrimma says it is worth the sacrifices. She gets to learn about Jesus daily and see all the church friends. She sings Jesus songs. And what a, she's. Who knows what that little girl's mm. going to be? I mean, who knows what the Scrimma family's going to yeah, be? They're, they're following Jesus. and The sky is the limit. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that, those, those little kids, they'll, they'll flourish. And, and I'm going to tell you why they're going to flourish, because there's a lot of great people at that school. And I, I was there last night. I've been part of this program for 
13, 14, 15 years. They're wonderful people. Uh, and tells us how great God is. He is worth every penny. I believe that. Amen. Amen to that. Dave Jordan says it's called Wall of the Jungle. <laughs> Amen. Jackie Lotz. Boy, she had a lot of great insight yesterday, yes, didn't she? Yes. Jackie's yes. got a lot of great life experience, and she can tell you uh, what works and what doesn't real quick. Yeah. And and acting like a dang fool does not work. Oh. And it's not the abundant life either, and it's not the fun life. Donna Sadrowski says, daily prayer over our children in these public schools and what's going on, the devil is running rampant. And I, and I say that, and, and when I say this, uh, when I say, let's see, it's misery, life stinks. Stay away from here, these kids these days. Um, when I and Donna Shadrowski brings up some good points it's about public schools and what's going on. The devil's running rabbit. We know that the devil's running rabbit, and we know that these public school system is broke. It's just, it's a fact. It, it, listen to me when I tell you this. It's a fact. Where we stand on the world stage with our education. Mm-hmm. I, you can check into it, and, and I don't quote me on my number, but I think we're, aren't we like 20th on education or 26th or something? So I, I mean, all all these people, and you can correct me on this and send me an email. But on a world stage, and as as far as our children and their education and their test scores and something like this, I think we're like 20th or 26th. No idea. Uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. And you say, okay, well, are, are we doomed, Pastor Pat? No, we're not. We're not doomed. We're not. We're not doomed. You can pray and get some good uh, board members in there and get these things changed. Yeah. It's your school. You're paying taxes on it. Get these new board members in. Get them that love Jesus. Get them that don't work in a woke society. And get them to stand for the things that are honored that are honorable. Get them back in there where they pledge allegiance to the flag. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Get where they're bringing the Bibles back in. What's wrong with that? That's the abundant life. That's the fun life. Going in there in these public school systems with all these restrictions and the people acting crazy and pray for them. You can turn it around. Um... All right, Mike, let's go into, do you got Ecclesiastes 8.15? So we're still talking about fun. Yes. And we've all come to the agreement that the only way we can have real fun is in Jesus. 8.15. 8.15 indeed. Uh, Then I commandeth jolly because a man has no better things under the sun than to eat and to drink and to be merry, for that shall abide with him of his labor in the days of his life, which God gives him under the sun. That means I can do whatever I want to do because I read it in the Bible. Yes, it does. <laughs> it? Here's the deal. When these people, they read that scripture, and it's probably the most abused, misquoted, you know, eat, drink, and be merry. That's what God wants me to do. He doesn't want you to live like a heathen. That's not what he's saying. He's actually... If I was to read that, I think like the second or third word says, I commanded you to mirth, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And my, mirth means amusement. You're supposed to amuse yourself. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to enjoy your your food, enjoy your steak that you cooked, enjoy your your supper, enjoy the, what God has given you. It doesn't mean you can go out and live like a heathen. Well, he told me to eat, drink, and be merry. No, well, he, he might have, but he didn't tell you to go out and get drunker than a Whatever. Mm. Huh? Yeah, that's like anything. You need to re- read the verses before and after. That. Well, go ahead. <laughs> well, I guess I will. Uh, uh, 16. When I applied my heart to know wisdom and to see the business that is done upon the earth, for there is neither day nor night see sleeps with his eyes. Some are so engrossed in their business that they cannot sleep at night, which means there's no enjoyment in their business. So there you go. There you go. Getting all tuned up and having a great time. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just tell you this. 
I can break down this whole book because I've read it. I can't tell you how many times I've read it. it. It is a great book. If you ever want to straighten out anybody, you can straighten anybody out with this book. You know why? Because the wisest, richest man that ever lived wrote it. You go, I want to read that book. I wonder if it's going to make the New York Times bestseller. No. You know why it probably won't? And I'll tell you why. Because at the end of the book, he says, I've come to the conclusion, and I'm paraphrasing, fear God, keep his commandments. Amen. And you're saying, hold on, Pastor Pat, now you've read the book, and he talks about wisdom. He talks about all the things that he's owned. He's talking about all the girls that he's had. He's talking about all the money that he's had. And he's denied his eyes nothing. That means everything he's seen he had. And at the end of his book, this guy's the richest man, wisest man that ever lived. You mean he's he's more rich than any of the politicians? Way richer than any politicians. Wiser than any politician. And he ends the book with this. Fear God, keep his commandments. Fear God, keep his commands. That's the abundant life. King Solomon tried to have the abundant life with sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and it never filled him. Mm. Well, you know, it says here, too, it says, uh, to understand everything about God, even the wisest man is unable to do so. Neither are we meant to do so. We cannot... We can know many things, but the only true thing worthwhile of known is that our soul is right with God. That's the only right thing you need to know if your soul is right with the Lord. He really, he really, it was such a shot in the arm for me when I read that book for the first time and ended with the conclusion. I think it's in chapter 12, verse whatever, I don't, I'm going to say 24 or whatever. He ends that whole thought. I mean, he just pours it on. Chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. Mm-hmm. You know the there's a, didn't the birds sing a song in cha- out of chapter three? Every season, turn, turn, turn. There's a time mm-hmm. to live. There's a time to die. There's a time to scatter. Time to pick up. All that. That's where the birds come from. That that brought that song out of Ecclesiastes chapter three. Wow. So. That's a great book, you know. Yeah. It's about it's one of the best books out there it, because it is so easy to follow. You're looking at the man's life, and you go, "Wow, he must really, he must really had it all. He did have it all." Mm-hmm. And you said, "Boy, he must have really been happy. He was miserable." He had all the worldly things. That's why he wrote the book. He was miserable, just like all the rest of these billionaires, these politicians. This woke society, all this stuff, they're all, that's why they're dancing in the streets and carrying on like a bunch of heathens. They're not happy, they're miserable, and they don't know how to express themselves. So at the end of the book, the wisest man, the richest man that ever lived told you two things to do, and we'll end the show with this. Fear God, keep his commandments. Mike, praise out of here. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you ever so much for being you, for giving us our life here on earth. And getting us to get out of it what we put in. We ask you to continue to bless us, church, people, and all around us. We ask for guidance and protection and love and healing. And just want to praise you and give you all the glory. In your precious name we pray, amen. Amen. Guys, thank you for tuning in the show, uh, talking about fall fun. I hope you guys got some plans to... For heaven's sakes, what did you say, six days in a row of 80 degrees? Yeah, that really sounds nice. I mean, that's like, I mean, is that like textbook? Uh Remember two things, Jesus loves you and I love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Bye. Bye.